into A to Z Sports. Prime time on a Monday. I'm your host, Buck Rising, from the DraftKings Sportsbook Studios, and I am proud, as always, to be presented to you by the fine folks where I was at today, at Two Rivers Ford, the 2021 Ford Bronco. It's an incredibly cool machine. It has something called GOAT mode, just like John Robinson, who went GOAT mode today. The 2021 Ford Bronco can go GOAT mode in a variety of different ways. Goes over any type of terrain. That's what GOAT mode stands for. Go check one out at Two Rivers Ford in Mount Juliet or online at tworiversford.com. DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app where you can wager and make some money, lose some money, make more money, though, is how you do at the DraftKings Sportsbook app, they will hook you up and they will make sure that you are provided with all manner of profit boosts and no-brainer bets. All you got to use is the promo code A2ZSports in the DraftKings Sportsbook app. The official real estate agent of the Tennessee Titans. If Isaiah Wilson had bought a home here in Nashville, Gary Ashton would have helped him sell it for more if he needed to recoup some of his signing bonus. Now, fortunately for him, he's going to get to keep his money and he gets to go to South Beach But Gary Ashton remains here in Middle Tennessee, finding Middle Tennesseans their dream address without the stress at GaryAshton.com. And of course, Brymac Mechanical, B-R-Y-M-A-K, Brymac.com. That's where you go for satisfaction guaranteed on each and every one of your HVAC needs. They invite you to do what I do and make sure that you are in your comfort zone as the weather and the seasons begin to change. Brymac.com, B-R-Y-M-A-K. That's Brymac Mechanical. Okay, welcome into the show. Crown J-Rob says Evan C. White. Quay McGee says, thank God. Uh, (laughs) uh, Good riddance, says Yannick. What a waste, says Jared. Everybody is weighing in on the A to Z Sports primetime show. Buck, you getting two hours of sleep this month? Yeah, baby, listen. I have many, many platforms to work on. I, you know, I get compensated very, very well to do this job. And so that's just fine because this is a fun job to do, especially when there is breaking news. You see how crazy my eyes just got? Because I could smell blood in the water. And the blood is the blood of the Tennessee Titans and Isaiah Wilson to a degree because the news came out today, according to Ian Rappaport uh, of the NFL Network, I will find the specific tweet because much time, it feels like much time has passed, but really not that much time has passed at all since Ian Rappaport of the NFL Network tweeted out that the Tennessee Titans, the Dolphins rather, sources according to Ian Rappaport, the Dolphins traded for Titans first round offensive tackle Isaiah Wilson with a swap of picks completing the deal. So what what the Titans had to do was they had to give up Wilson and a seventh-round pick in 2022. They received a 2021 seventh-round pick for a guy who is a first overall talent, or not a first overall talent, but a first-round talent that was selected 29th overall just a year ago, but has had disaster after disaster, catastrophe after catastrophe, and cannot get the hell out of his own way. Hey, 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 says Hal Laws. It's good to see you. Here on A to Z Sports Prime Time with the painted painted nails emoji 100%. So no one is untouchable, says Josh Bowman. I mean, if, listen, it's a wonder that it was a wonder that anybody was willing to touch him, that anyone was willing to take this deal, that anyone was willing to take this contract. By the way, this does not get you off the books. You take a cap hit of about $1.85 million to get this guy the hell out of here. 
But long term, it is going to serve you well because Isaiah Wilson was a poison in the middle of your locker room. As I reported over the course of the season, the players could not stand him. The coaching staff and the general manager was largely the hell over him. The question that I pose to you guys now, your Two Rivers Ford take, give me one word to describe the Titans trading of Isaiah Wilson. Incredible, miraculous, surprising, shocking, whatever you so choose. Let me know what your one word is, your Two Rivers Ford take. Give me one word to describe the Titans trading of Isaiah Wilson in the comments on Facebook Live, on Periscope, on YouTube, on Twitch TV. We are live streaming across the board. We will react to this news together. You will hear from John Robinson momentarily. We will discuss it at length, but first, I got to let you know about the place where I was at today. I was at Two Rivers Ford. I did a pop-up earlier out in Mount Juliet because the weather was so beautiful. I had to go check out all of their new and pre-owned inventory, namely the the 2021 Ford Bronco Sport Big Bend model. I got to test drive one. I got to check out the GOAT mode. Goes over any terrain is what GOAT mode stands for. It has a variety of different functions. It's an incredible vehicle, a sport utility vehicle unlike any other. And it is headquartered here in Nashville only at Two Rivers Ford. You go pay them a visit. You can go test drive one just like I did today. I literally, I regularly go out and just test drive these vehicles. I'm in the market for a new Ford uh, Ford vehicle because my, 2020, uh, my 2012 Ford Escape has seen better days. The whole sugar's on her last leg, but that is no issue at all because I know that the people that I can trust to get me a great deal and to not put any pressure on me as I go through the car buying experience is Two Rivers Ford. Go pay them a visit, just as I did today, out in Mount Juliet at the dealership, or you can go through the entire car purchasing process online at tworiversford.com. What is one word to describe your emotions when you saw the news as Ian Rappaport put it out there on the internet? Isaiah Wilson being traded with a 2022 seventh-round pick to the Titan, to the Dolphins for their 2021 seventh round pick blessed says uh blessing says ronnie sneed lucas burks chimes in blessed relief r uh jeremy r86 says on periscope god says peter a third 31 thankful according to timothy on facebook charles hardaway says he wonders if after the after the deal was signed if j-rob played the law and order jingle think about this the the miami dolphins under a different regime send Ryan Tannehill to the Tennessee Titans and to John Robinson for a fourth and a seventh round pick. Now, there were other there were other things that the Titans had to send. I believe there was a sixth round pick involved in that transaction. I don't remember the exact details. If I was any good at this job, I probably would have looked them up beforehand. But instead, in return, in return for sending the Tennessee Titans and John Robinson a franchise quarterback, what does John do? He calls up, well, actually, the Miami Dolphins probably caught him. In fact, I know the Miami Dolphins did call up because they've had him on the trading block for a while. And so finally, just out of desperation, in the waning hours before Isaiah Wilson was to be cut and the money would have to be eaten, the Miami Dolphins said, listen, you know, we've got this seventh-round pick this year. Uh, we're not necessarily, we don't necessarily think Isaiah Wilson with all the trouble, with all the booze, with all the drugs, with all the strippers, we don't know if he's worth a seventh-round pick this year. How could you sweeten the deal for the former 29th overall pick in the NFL draft? And the Titans said, you know what? Hell with it. We will eat the $1.85 million on the cap. 
We will give you our 2022 seventh round pick and this godforsaken right tackle if you will just take him off our hands and give us something back. John Robinson was able to do that. It's a it's damn near a miracle that he was able to do it. And this is the place that the Titans find themselves trying to recoup some kind of value, minimal though it may be, in a way that that saves saves a lot of people's asses in that building because it's an incredibly difficult an incredibly difficult position that John Robinson was put in by Isaiah Wilson. And at this point, uh, you, you just had to get out and get something for him. Justified, says Jamie Lehew on Facebook. Sooner, says Chad Caldwell. But there is one thing that may hold this up, and I'll explain that here on the other side. Hey, Buck, the panda is going to a new zoo, says Stacy. Yes, that is indeed true. Stacy, somebody hit the uh, hit the comic relief drums. Disappointing, says Titans two one twelve. And listen, there is there is no question that we are we are celebrating. If you're a Titans fan, right now, I'm not a Titans fan. I am somebody who talks to Titans fans on this platform on a regular basis. I talk to you on the internet. I talk to you on the radio. I talk to you on the podcast. I'm gonna take all your Titans questions on the A to Z Sports Instagram story tomorrow throughout the course of this thing. I talk to you guys in all different ma- ways, shapes, and forms all the time. But I am not a Titans fan. I know what you guys want and how you feel as Titans fans. And right now, you're naked in the street. You're celebrating your general manager for getting rid of this plague that was dropped in the middle of your locker room. But who dropped this plague in the middle of your locker room, regardless of whether or not Isaiah Wilson successfully fooled Mike Vrabel and John Robinson and the entire Titans coaching staff? John Robinson is still responsible for selecting Isaiah Wilson, and he is not off the hook for all of the implications, all of the repercussions that will result from this trade. They have set the Tennessee Titans back by selecting this guy with the 29th overall pick and all of the ripple effects that it will have for the depth that they'll need. They'll still need to, do, to address on the offensive line for a wasted pick that they will that they are barely getting any kind of value back from, even though. They are getting value back. They still had to trade another pick just to get rid of it. Isaiah Wilson and what he means for the legacy of John Robinson, because it will forever be a stain on the resume of John Robinson as a player personnel executive. It is not a perfect situation, but it is a situation that you desperately had to find some kind of relief from. And now John Robinson has cut bait on a mistake that he made It is a credit to him that he did it quickly, that he did it swiftly, that they did not allow it to linger and hope that this would change. It was not changing here in Tennessee. Isaiah Wilson has shown no remorse here in Tennessee. You can uh, discuss whether it was incredibly stupid of the Dolphins to give somebody, to trade for somebody who values booze, drugs, strippers more than he values playing professional football, given that all of the things that he was seeking Became came because he is talented and he does have talent. Make no mistake, because he could be a talented professional football player, could being the operative word. And the whole thing that is being resounded back to is that him and Brian Flores, the head coach of the Miami Dolphins, they went to poly prep. It's the same high school. Mike Miracles just tweeted me. He and Flo can sing the poly prep fight song together before Wilson takes a hangover nap during team meetings. It's going to be great fun. God help the Miami Dolphins. 
if they are able to turn this guy, I mean, if they are able to turn this guy around, it will be spectacular, not only because of where he's going, but because of who this guy is. And who this guy is is hugely untrustworthy, a bad teammate by all, by all, uh, all any measure, any stretch of the imagination. You cannot imagine how many texts I get on a regular basis from people within the Titans organization decrying the name of Isaiah Wilson for everything that he has done to this organization in the very, very brief time, not even a year. We are not even a year to the uh, to the 2021 NFL draft from when he was drafted last April. And this man has caused nothing but havoc, wreaked nothing but, uh, but ill will across the Titans organization in a way that was absolutely poisonous. That is my one word, poisonous. It is a miracle that the Tennessee Titans were able to get rid of him. It is poisonous what Isaiah Wilson was able to do in his short time here in Nashville, Tennessee. We will continue to take your comments here on Facebook Live, YouTube, Periscope, and Twitch TV, the A to Z Sports Prime Time Show, live from the DraftKings Sportsbook Studio. It is disappointing, as Titans 212 states, but it is the best possible deal that the Tennessee Titans could make out of a bad situation. One that they put themselves in, but at least they were able to find some way out. As Deborah says, relief. We will take more of your comments. We will discuss more of the implications of this on the other side, right after I remind you about DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app. They have a great thing going for you right now as conference tournaments begin because it is that time of year, the SEC tournament. It's going to be at Bridgestone Arena. I'm going to be broadcasting the radio show for 104.5 The Zone, live from Bridgestone Arena on Thursday. Conference tournaments are tipping off. Bubble teams are making their final push for a bid while the top seeds are preparing for what they hope is a long run. DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app, is putting new customers in the center of the action. Bet $4 on an underdog, win $256 if they win. It's that simple. That's bet $4 on an underdog in select college basketball games, and if they win, you collect $256. Cha-ching, the bank is open. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use the promo code A to Z Sports, just as you see behind me, when you sign up to turn $4 into $256. If the underdog of your choosing pulls off the upset, code A to Z Sports to turn $4 into $256 for a limited time only at DraftKings Sportsbook. You must be 21 or older. Tennessee only. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash Sportsbook for details. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and you want help, call or text the Tennessee Red Line 1-800-889-9789. The fine folks at DraftKings Sportsbook. So what did John Robinson have to say about Isaiah Wilson when last we talked to John Robinson? Now, I had John Robinson on the Zone Radio Show about a week after he spoke to the collective media, but largely the comments were the same. And they were strong about what Isaiah Wilson needed to figure out if he was going to remain a Tennessee Titan. According to them, he is not going to remain a Tennessee Titan, and he does not seem any closer to figuring these things out. I'm just wondering about the future of Isaiah Wilson. Um, anything you can share on conversations you've had with him, his status, what you want to hear and see from him to make you feel like he's committed and wants to do this. 
Yeah, I think um, you know. Again, it, we we put him on the on the reserve uh, non-football illness uh, list. There, uh, I haven't spoken to him since since that list got put out. You know, I think um, you know we did a lot of work uh, a year ago um, leading up to selecting him. Um, you know, the evaluation process, uh, talking to you know different sources, visiting with him countless numbers of times, and um, for whatever reason. You know the, the the player that this this fall was here in Nashville wasn't the guy that was um, that we spent time with last year. Um, so I think you know he's going to have to make a determination um, if he wants to do everything necessary to play pro football, um, and, and and that's going to be you know on him. Um, so um, I know what the expectation level is here. It's no different than any other player on the football team. You know we have a certain standard uh, that we want players. Uh, to prepare and and, and um, perform at professionally uh, and as people and um, a lot of work to be done there. How how do you feel about things at this point? I know you just said you haven't talked to him. How do you feel about where things stand now and how close are you to feeling like you have to move on? Yeah, I mean we'll we'll see. You know, that's, I'm I'm constantly monitoring uh, situation. You know, we have, we have people that are, have been in contact with him. Um, that I've talked through, through kind of third-party-wise. Um, but we'll, we'll see how that one goes. And you know how it went? It went with John Robinson shipping him the hell out of here to Miami. That was John Robinson about two weeks ago uh, from tomorrow. It'll be two weeks ago tomorrow when last he spoke to the Assemble Titans Media Zoom uh, conglomerate. Double yikes to hear that from Buck. On Wilson being a clown, says Rudy Castillo. What what did I say, Rudy, that particularly set you off? I've told you a great many things about Isaiah Wilson from people who talk to me, who talk to me about Isaiah Wilson. This is the situation that they find themselves in. Monsoon says, uh, Monsoon Monahan says, it's whatever. I'm interested to see what moves we make after this. Doubtful, says Kane on YouTube. Fortunate, says Carl Washington. The 30 for 30 on him will be the best ever, says Rick Bates. You know, I doubt there's going to – listen, Rick, and I I hesitate to say this because I don't want it to come off harsh, but what I know of Isaiah Wilson, the only 30 for 30 that you're going to see Isaiah Wilson a part of is if they make a broke part two. Like, honestly, this dude goes through vehicles like nobody's business. He spends an exorbitant amount of money on private jet travel and on jewelry. He is more interested in trying to find studio space here in Nashville for what appears to be a rap label that he's working with than he is about being in football shape whenever the time comes for him to take a football field. Isaiah Wilson is as, is as bizarre a case as I've ever seen, but not one that's uncommon. The only thing that makes it more bizarre is that he's as comfortable as he is posting it all on social media for us to follow around. And maybe that's a cry for help. I don't know Isaiah Wilson. I will never know Isaiah Wilson at this point. The only thing I know of Isaiah Wilson is he came on the 615 Session podcast one time and he was very enjoyable to talk to. He was very professional in his conversation. And then every action after that was a complete and total disaster. I imagine that interview was very much what he was like with John Robinson and Mike Vrabel in the pre-draft process. I very much imagine that interview to be what he was like with his teammates after he had his initial screw-ups, whether that be on the COVID list or whether that be the DUI. 
These were people who were willing to forgive him. And can and again and again, he betrayed their trust in a way that completely, uh, it, it just, it poisoned the relationship. The word that I used earlier was poisonous. Isaiah Wilson was poisonous for the ecosystem of the Tennessee Titans, for the locker room, for the culture. And I don't just say that as a means of cliche, but a legitimate poison in the middle of your locker room, so much so that as John Robinson said, they put him on NFI and sent him for away from the team not to be talked to again. I don't know that they ever made contact with Isaiah Wilson again, unless it was his representation who told him, hey, man, you're going to get traded. You're about to be traded. Here's what's going on. Your time with the Tennessee Titans, it's come to an end. Relief, says Jesus. Smart, says Stacy. Cam Myatt says relieved, only because it helps our salary cap issues. Goat mode, well, damn, says Hell Boogie 808. Yeah, that was earlier. My bad. Buck, you got to get him on the midday, says Peter831. Listen, uh, <laughs> um, you know, I have his I have his agent's contact information. I very much think that Isaiah Wilson, you know, actually, I don't know. I, I don't know that Isaiah Wilson would be unwilling to talk to Titan Beta. I'm certain he would be unwilling to talk to me because I have had a fair amount of, you know, a fair amount of, what what's the right word? I've just reported on a lot of the things that Isaiah Wilson has done wrong. And I'm sure he looks at that personally. I have no idea how Isaiah Wilson feels about me. He may not even know that I exist. Just some slap reporter out here that's bothering him on a regular basis and not bothering him personally, but just bothering the situation around him. Because let's, I mean, honestly, that's largely my job. And Isaiah Wilson is, he's an incredible headline maker. Like I, I would be lying to you if it, if it, if I said that it didn't benefit me to report on the things that Isaiah Wilson was doing wrong. Now, that's not me out here looking for personal gain out of it. That's what I'm literally paid to do, other than talk in front of, you know, the, the camera on primetime, the microphone on 104.5 The Zone, and, and as well on the 615 Sessions podcast, which, by the way, tomorrow, we, we've had to shuffle the deck a lot on the 615 Sessions, but tomorrow, we will have Cam Wolf from ESPN who used to cover the Tennessee Titans. He's now in Miami with the Dolphins. And Cam and I will discuss what the hell the Miami Dolphins see in Isaiah Wilson. He will have some good information for us to share on that note. And we will spend the entirety of the three hours on radio tomorrow talking about this situation. How? Uh, what was your reaction to Isaiah Wilson being traded? He didn't even know half of his teammates, Buck. I doubt he'd know you. I, it's, it's totally fair. I mean... It, it is totally fair because from what I understand, he would fall asleep in the meetings. He was disinterested in being a part of the Tennessee Titans as a whole. And I don't know. Um, I, you know, I do know what, what the, the thought on him was in the locker room from a variety of different people. And the thought was that he was not a good teammate and that he was reckless and that he just, he was a bit of a fraud. And that, that, and again, I'm, I'm paraphrasing. Nobody, nobody, and let me, let me rephrase because that's important for me to say. Nobody in that locker room called him a fraud, but the behavior that was described to me allows me to draw the conclusion, and it is a conclusion that I'm drawing, not somebody in that locker room said, but that Isaiah Wilson was essentially a bit of a fraudulent character in what his words were and that what his actions bared out to be. I should clarify that to make sure that I'm saying clearly that I am the one drawing the conclusion that Isaiah Wilson was a bit of a fraud. The teammates and the players and people who I talk to in the organization would tell you, would not tell you, but have told me that he was a problem. And these are the reasons that I've drawn those conclusions based off the information that I was told. 
That is the that is the better way for me to say it. We lost in the trade, says Alex M. I mean, there was no there was no winning in this other than it is a win. Here's here's what I'll say, Alex, because um yeah, you're you're the loser in this situation. We got scammed. Maybe so. But uh but I would say to you um that there is there are little victories in just being done with him. Like just having this headache out of your lives. Now, is it any kind of great victory? Did you win the trade by no stretch of the imagination? No. You lost. Like you you picked Isaiah Wilson, you picked poorly. It was handled poorly. It was handled poorly by both him and by the organization to some degree. There was only so much they could do with him being on the COVID list. He just physically wasn't allowed to be around the team. Now, could they have given him more support in times? Perhaps. But it was my understanding that he was given multiple chances, multiple opportunities, and gave voice to the want and the will to change, except he never showed any kind of change and the situation just continued to evolve, devolve with Isaiah Wilson. So it's not, you did not win. The Titans aren't winners in this. The only thing that's good that is coming out of this is that you never have to talk about Isaiah Wilson again, unless such point as Isaiah Wilson plays the Tennessee Titans at some point in the regular season or the playoffs. That is the only reason that Isaiah Wilson would wander back into your life. L Boogie 808 says the bigger news uh than Khalif Raymond being let go. And I like Khalif. Yeah, Khalif Raymond. Um uh, uh a shame, but you know, not a productive enough football player for you to concern yourself with. I think it could have been handled differently with no pandemic, says Greg German. Perhaps, but there is a pandemic, and and you know, there's there's you know, listen, if there was a way to just say, you know, without a pandemic, I would love. Uh, I would love to uh to have everything without the pandemic, but the pandemic hovers above all things at this point. So it is not a situation where we can say, uh, where we can say that, you know, without the pandemic, this was in the midst of the pandemic and nobody else reacted to it the way that Isaiah Wilson did. Uh, Will asks, Khalif got cut. He didn't get cut. They just didn't tender him. So essentially they just didn't, they weren't interested in in keeping his rights. They, he was a, uh, he was a restricted free agent. I need to double, double check that, but he didn't flat out get cut. Uh, they just chose. They had the they had the option to retain his rights, um, is my understanding based on how that deal was done, and they just opted not to. So they let they let essentially Khalif Raymond walk. It's a little different, just transactionally. Um, that it's just different than being cut. Uh, he couldn't handle the grind of pro football, says Peter a a thirty one. We just don't. He wasn't around long enough to do it. I don't know whether he could have handled it or not. He was. He just simply spent too much time away from the team. Maybe Wilson uh, want to retire as a Titan next year. Says Titans for life. Perhaps we we uh, we never know. Raymond's now an unrestricted free agent, correct? But that was after the Titans chose not to tender him. Again, uh, the nuances I should I should have I should have for you, but you'll you'll have to forgive me. I got caught up in the uh, I got caught up in the uh, in the situation with uh, I got caught up in the situation with Isaiah Wilson, and and the, the details right now are escaping me. I did not plan on doing a Khalif Raymond show tonight. Hell, I was going to talk about Dak Prescott until I saw the Isaiah Wilson news. Um, you don't hear any free agents saying, I want to play for the Titans, says C-Dub. I mean, no, they want to play for whoever's going to give them the biggest bag. Like, that's how it goes. I wouldn't worry too much about the Titans and, and the notoriety of the team attracting free agents. Panda wants to live the Miami Vice fast life, says Rashad. I mean, he has been. And he's been, you know, he's supposed to be living in Tennessee and supposed to be playing for the Titans. He's been doing that. Now he gets to do it, at least with a, uh, 
with a 305 area code. Long term, we lost, but I'm not sure there was a better option, says Stephen Wood. And no, that's that's really that's really the end of the conversation as it relates to that. But there's one hang up in the middle of this that we'll talk about on the other side. The question to you guys, because this is not a done deal quite yet. Scale of one to ten. How confident are you that Isaiah Wilson will pass a physical? Scale of one to ten. That is the question that remains. That is the potential hang-up in all of this. A scale of one to ten. How uh, confident are you that Isaiah Wilson will pass a physical here on the A to Z Sports Primetime Show? While you guys discuss that, you will weigh in with your comments. I will take your comments momentarily, and we will discuss at length together. I will first tell you, though, about our friends at Brimac Mechanical. Satisfaction guaranteed on each and every one of your HVAC needs. That is what Brimac Mechanical offers you, the ability to get in your comfort zone. B-R-Y-M-A-K, Brymac.com. Chris Hamby, Miss Sherry, the incredible Hamby family. They will make sure that you have your commercial or residential HVAC needs satisfied at Brymac Mechanical, B-R-Y-M-A-K, Brymac.com. Scale of 1 to 10, how confident are you that Isaiah Wilson will pass a physical? Because in the, in the title of the show, I mentioned one hang-up. We will hear from John Robinson first. For those of you who missed the comments, before Isaiah Wilson was cut, and then I will come back and tell you what exactly could nuke this deal. I just wondering about the future of Isaiah Wilson. Um, anything you can share on conversations you've had with him, his status, what you want to hear and see from him to make you feel like he's committed and wants to do this. Yeah, I think um, you know. Again, it, we we put him on the on the reserve uh, non-football illness uh, list there. Uh, I haven't spoken to him since since that list got put out. You know, I think um, you know, we did a lot of work uh, a year ago um, leading up to selecting him. Um, you know, the evaluation process, uh, talking to you know different sources, visiting with him countless numbers of times, and um, for whatever reason, you know, the, the the player that this this fall was here in Nashville wasn't the guy that was um, that we spent time with last year. Uh, so I think, you know, he's going to have to make a determination um, if he wants to do everything necessary to play pro football. Um, and, and and that's going to be, you know, on him. Um, so um, I know what the expectation level is here. It's no different than any other player on the football team. You know, we have a certain standard uh, that we want players uh, to prepare and, and, and um, perform at professionally uh, and as people. And um, a lot of work to be done there. How, how do you feel about things at this point? I know you just said you haven't talked to him. How do you feel about where things stand now and how close are you to feeling like you have to move on? Yeah, I mean, we'll, we'll see. You know, that's, I'm, I'm constantly monitoring the uh, situation. You know, we have, we have people that are, have been in contact with him um, that I've talked through so kind of third-party-wise. Um, but we'll, we'll see how that one goes. John Robinson speaking to the assembled Titans media not too long ago. The question that we have posed to you guys, scale of 1 to 10. How confident are you that Isaiah Wilson will pass a physical? Because that is the hang-up in the middle of all of this. Isaiah Wilson still has to pass a physical for the deal to go through. Now we find out truly whether this is a situation um, where he where he can. Because I saw today he had some kind of, you know, may, maybe it's for, maybe it's, 
Maybe it's some kind of trend that I'm not aware of. I'm not a very trendy person other than I like to wear Lululemon sweatpants. No free ads. Um, but Isaiah Wilson today on his Instagram story, he had a uh, he had a an arm bandage, an arm wrap, it looked like, on his, uh, it would have been on his right arm, uh, his right hand and arm, and it was posted on his Instagram account. So I don't know whether that's an actual physical ailment. I have tried to find out. I have not been successful thus far. But that is something that could hang up in hang up in the middle of an NFL physical. If he does not pass a physical, the trade does not go does not go through. So the question is, scale of one to ten, how confident are you that he can pass a physical? Because at this point, I am not terribly uh, I am not terribly confident at this point. Uh, he will pass. Not enough at stake for the top the Dolphins for him to fail, says Stephen Wood Jr. I mean, I I don't I would not say that with any kind of great confidence. And there was this was a good point made by our friend Diana Rossini of ESPN, um, who also uh, remains close to the Tennessee Titans and, and does great reporting on them. She is the one who pointed out that the uh, that he would need to pass a physical. And that, as I as I just kind of added to Diana's commentary, uh, is no certain thing. At this point, again, that that right arm wrap that he had on today in his Instagram story, I, I, you know, like I said, I'm not trendy. I don't know if that's that's fashion. I, Isaiah Wilson is uh, is hanging out with Lil Uzi Vert on the weekends, and he's getting, you know, Uzi's getting a 24 million dollar pink diamond in the middle of his forehead. Isaiah Wilson got a big old panda chain, so I don't know if that's part of the aesthetic. I don't know if that's something that's an actual physical ailment at this point, but it does not leave me feeling very confident about the idea of him passing a physical. A scale of 1 to 10 here on A to Z Sports Prime Time. Steven says 1, Karen 4.79, says Donovan Romaine on YouTube. A 3 for Xavier Clemens on Facebook. Mikey and Jake Jones both say 1. Brick Heck Heck says 2 on Periscope. A negative 1 for, who was that? Lee Hobbs. On Facebook, I would tell you that I am a negative 79. <laughs> 79 being the number for Isaiah Wilson. I am a negative 79. That Isaiah Wilson would pass an actual physical. I have no, uh, I have no, uh, I have no confidence whatsoever. I think that it would be the perfect, uh, the you know, again, no information at this point. I wish I could provide you more insight. I mostly say that tongue in cheek. But uh, at this point, I have I have almost zero confidence that Isaiah Wilson will pass a physical because that's just kind of the trajectory of the Isaiah Wilson story. Like just when you think things are starting to turn a corner, and in this case, the cor- <laughs> the corner turn is just getting him the hell off their roster. Um, I have zero, 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 zero confidence that he will be able to pass a physical uh, for for not just because of the uh, because of the wrist bandage, but. Um, because all all things Isaiah Wilson, just when you think they're supposed to go one way, they go the complete opposite. This man is uh, this man has been a complete and total train wreck. And again, if if it's any kind of if it's any kind of you don't know what I always preface it by saying this because it sounds like a lot of this stuff, and and a lot of it is by the way. You guys are are you guys are brutal on the internet. A lot of it does feel like personal attacks against Isaiah Wilson and. I don't know that all of it is unwarranted because, as I said, his teammates very much feel that he has betrayed their trust consistently. His organization that drafted him feels like he has consistently betrayed their trust. 
But that is between the players in the Titans locker room and the organization that, that drafted him, as well as the player himself, Isaiah. Now, people are attacking him across the internet, Titans fans, people poke, you know, making fun of him. Um, and I'm sure that can't be easy to deal with mentally. I know largely the majority of you don't care. Uh, I just, in the middle of all of this, I would, uh, I just, I just hope everything is okay is what I will say. And, and I understand why people react the way to Isaiah Wilson that they do. I have had harsh reactions about Isaiah Wilson because I've, you know, I've reported out a lot of this stuff that has gone wrong with Isaiah um, because it's just, it's very, very public the way that the way that he screws up. So you hope that he ends up being okay. You hope that no, nothing, nothing. I, we'll, we'll just leave it at that. You hope that he's okay as a human being and, and everything that, that he's handling all of this in stride. And I know that this is not a, uh, a time where many of you are interested in showing empathy. I just, you know, you, 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 you struggle to make harsh judgments when you don't know everything. We know only the, th- only the bad things that have come to light because that's the story that's told, right? There's a million, there's probably a million different facets to Isaiah Wilson that we don't know. And we'll never know because he's not going to be here anymore, assuming he passes a physical. So I say tongue in cheek, a negative 79. I'm a, on a scale of one to 10. I'm a negative 79 that he passes the physical. Uh, <laughs> but at this point, I just, uh, I just, I can't, I can't figure, I, I can't assume anything as it relates to this particular guy. There's just too many things that have gone wrong uh, throughout the course of this story. Rick Bates has broken hand allegedly. I, I have not heard that, so I will f- refrain from commenting on it uh, here on the primetime show. Uh, also, one of the worst in the league, they have to get new guys on defense. Yes, well, we can talk about the defense at a different time. One to ten, I'm giving him a point. Oh, eight chance. <laughs> fucking head man bucket you are vicious <laughs> you are not you know that many people are vicious idiots Buckethead is too smart to be a vicious idiot but he is he is a uh he is vicious nonetheless uh wilson is going to look like beverly beverly hills ninja at his physical i i don't get the reference i'm sure that's something that's before my time but i hope many of you get it because Buckethead normally uh normally makes good jokes he does these things to himself. He has to take responsibility for himself, which he has put negative 79% effort into, says Cody. Again, this is uh, this is reasonable. I wonder if he checked out Two Rivers Ford. Uh, I am certain he did not. Um, I know he was driving a lot of Hellcats, likes likes the Hellcats. And frankly, I didn't know what a Hellcat was until Isaiah Wilson wrecked a couple of them, and I had to, I had to do some reporting on that. Uh, did he void any guarantees with being suspended, says Jake Jones? Um that that has not come out yet, and I will endeavor to find that out for you. But at this point, the Titans are eating one uh, one point eight mil and change by getting rid of Isaiah Wilson, a uh, a necessary thing to be done here over the course of the A to Z Sports primetime show. Uh, I bet the Miami boat strippers are happy. More cash coming their way, says Mason. Sir, you guys are ruthless. <laughs> I mean, listen. Some of, rightfully so. Brother loves hell. Uh, brothers love hell. Love the Hellcats. as Music City bets. Well, I'm not. Uh, I uh, I know Ricky, who runs the Music City bets account, will uh, will speak for that contingent in a way that I cannot, nor would I. Uh, we all heard the stories about players being addicted to drugs and bad paths. I hope he can fix his personal demons, says Rudy. I I agree. I uh, you you wish the best for people in bad situations. Um, 
And Isaiah Wilson is, I don't know that he's in a bad situation because he looks like he's very much enjoying himself. I just think that the people around him that that are enjoying themselves because they are attaching themselves to Isaiah Wilson, they are largely leeches. And that normally leads to, to the downfall of some of these guys. He was doing donuts in the middle of Charlotte Pike. Let that marinate again, bucket. I know, but I mean, we're talking about, we're talking about an asshole 21 year old, right? Like I I'm 27 and I can still be an asshole. Now I'm not, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm more, I've got a, I've got a um, two full-time jobs at this point between A to Z sports and one Oh four, five, the zone. So I have time to be an asshole anymore. Uh, but at, at 21, I certainly was doing not, I mean, not donuts in the middle of Charlotte Pike, but I have, uh, I have done stupid things that I will not incriminate myself here on at the age of 21. And I certainly didn't do it while being a millionaire. I would have been substantially worse had I had that kind of money. Now that's not a way to excuse the behavior. It's only an explanation for sometimes kids with a lot of money at 21 years old and nothing to do because he's on the COVID list. Sometimes you get into asshole behavior. Like that's just these, that's the, you know, you come here for analysis and insight. Like that's the best insight and analysis I can give you. Sometimes people are assholes. Uh, and that's how it goes. Um, donuts. Uh, what, what did Ricky say? I've eaten donuts on Charlotte Pike. I've eaten donuts on Charlotte Pike too. Who, whom among us haven't eaten donuts in Charlotte Pike? Now, Isaiah Wilson almost ate uh, you know, ate shit while doing a donut in uh, in the middle of Charlotte Pike and uh, and unfortunately wrecked one of several cars that he ended up wrecking during his brief stay in Nashville. Not a, not quite a year. We were about a month uh, to a little little more a little more than a month away from uh, from Isaiah Wilson being a a member of the Tennessee Titans in draft only. Uh, not quite uh, not quite a year of him being a Nashville resident. Scale of one to ten on the A to Z Sports Primetime Show. What is the likelihood that you think Isaiah Wilson passes a physical? Uh, I would be very, very surprised if that went down as cleanly as it all seems to be going down at this point in the Isaiah Wilson storyline. But such is life here in the primetime show. Now let's talk about J-Rob because John Robinson, what foul up though he did make, and he had several last offseason, Isaiah Wilson being chief among them. John Robinson has done something that was not easy to do. Get Isaiah, get something for Isaiah Wilson when all of this was playing out very, very publicly. Off of the Isaiah Wilson news, what's John Robinson's greatest Titans transaction? It could be trading Isaiah Wilson. It could be trading Jarrell Casey last offseason. I thought, I thought that was the best thing he did last offseason is getting rid of Jarrell's contract and getting draft capital for Jarrell Casey. Uh, what is the greatest transaction in the career of John Robinson? Because I know this is going to be up there uh, among several. Dennis Kelly uh, says somebody on, the, the Mr. Goodbar on Periscope says Dennis Kelly. Alex Alejandro says the Ryan Tannehill trade. Estal agrees with him. They're on, uh, they're on Periscope. Let me know on Facebook Live, Periscope, YouTube, and Twitch TV how you feel about the situation. What is John Robinson's greatest Titans transaction off of the Isaiah Wilson's news? Johnny Lee says getting Big Jeff, best move ever. Getting DeMarco Murray, says Jeff Sawyer. That was a good one as well. Realizing Mariota might not be it and getting Tannehill, says Helm Donald. Now, listen, John Robinson was very much responsible for, uh, was very much responsible 
for Marcus Mariota lasting as long as he did because the coaching staff, and this was something that I reported as well. And, and by the way, I, I think Diana Rossini was a part of this. Ben Albright of, uh, of I think it's KOA Denver, is, is the radio station that Ben Albright works for. Um, ben Albright was in on this, on, on doubts about Marcus Mariota. There were several people um, that, were, that were circulating this kind of conversation that the coaching staff, that there was, and I believe Diana was the first out there to say that there was a legitimate quarterback competition in Nashville, and then you all did said terrible things to her because anytime Marcus Mariota's name is mentioned on television, people freak the hell out, and uh, and you guys can be, uh, you know, you got, I love you guys. I, I not not that you are idiots, but you can be vicious idiots sometimes about people when they uh, without context when you under when you don't understand where the information is coming from. You guys react blindly. It's okay. It happens. Uh, I mean, it's not okay. You need to be nicer, but it does happen sometimes on the internet. But I remember Diana very clearly saying there was a quarterback competition in Nashville and people, you know, losing their minds, like being out of control about the situation. You desperately need, uh, you desperately needed sleep, says Zach. This is a dream, Buck. None of this is real. You can tell it's not real because the Titans traded Isaiah Wilson. Yeah. Listen, I could use some sleep, uh, but it's uh, it's not because uh, the Isaiah Wilson trade is not real. The question for you, what is J-Rob's greatest Titans transaction? Let us know on Facebook Live, Periscope, YouTube, and Twitch. In the meantime, I will tell you about the Ashton Real Estate Group of REMAX Advantage at GaryAshton.com. That is where you go for the official real estate agent of the Titans, for the official real estate agent of the recently victorious Nashville Predators, and for the official real estate agent of A to Z Sports Prime Time. Gary Ashton is the man that you trust. The Ashton team will hook you up just as they did me. They were hugely patient with me because I am a picky SOB about what I was looking for in my first home. The Ashton Real Estate Group of REMAX Advantage did me right just as they will do you because they make sure that Middle Tennesseans are first and foremost as it relates to their priorities because they are in Middle Tennessee. They are for Middle Tennessee. They are part of the Middle Tennessee community. They want to make sure that Middle Tennesseans are getting the best possible deal at GaryAshton.com. What is John Robinson's greatest Titans transaction? DeMarco Murray gave the team identity, says M. White. That's a really good one, right? John, that was a big part of the reason when things started to turn around Marcus Mariota. Uh, Arthur Juan definitely says El Boogie 808. That could be the best receiver. I mean, it's, it's early. He's only two years in, but he's very, very much on pace to be one of the most impressive wide receivers in the history of the Titans. Amy loved Mariota, but she promised John Robinson one year, says Jarrell. Drafting Byard, says Jason in real life. I think that Byard is a good one. Byard was a great find. I don't know if I would put that up top. Trading DGB for Kelly, says Allen. That's one of his most famous ones, and and Dennis Kelly has been hugely impactful. Um, and in fact, it's, it's still bailing your asses out uh, a couple years later since Isaiah Wilson uh, fell, uh, fell apart spectacularly in front of all of our eyes. Dennis Kelly remains hugely consistent. And right now, again, you're starting right tackle, but the thing, uh, the thing I think, heck, I think Diana, uh, was Austin shade segment and may have been Luke's stop the nonsense says Shrike. Listen, I, uh, you know, Diana, I, uh, Diana Rossini is a really, really good reporter. I consider, I don't, you know, I don't know Diana super well, personally, she's kind enough to, to give us uh, to give us some time on the podcast when she's in town and and when she's got stuff going on that's Titans related, Diana's a damn good reporter. Like, Diana has people here in Nashville and and understand like 
it's tough for the local people to get around the national people to get the information from under the national people. So I know how hard Diana works because uh, because I am familiar with just kind of, you know, to a much lesser extent, Diana has been doing this longer than I have, but I'm familiar with how hard it is to get information out of this Tennessee Titans organization. It's tough. They're, they're pretty locked down. They're pretty locked up about stuff. And one, one thing that Diana reported that I consider to be John Robinson's greatest, uh, greatest Titans transaction is not the trading of Ryan Tannehill, although that was a big part of it, the extension of Ryan Tannehill, because what came after it and the financial implications, like today, Dak Prescott, who's going to make $75 million next year. Ryan Tannehill is going to be the 11th quarterback in terms of average annual value. Uh, average annual value is the word that I'm looking for. And next to Dak Prescott's deal, given how much more winning Ryan Tannehill has done than Dak Prescott as a Tennessee Titan, pretty impressive to see what John Robinson did with that extension. A massive, massive deal for the Cowboys franchise quarterback, Dak Prescott. Just agreed to terms a couple minutes ago. Listen to this. Four years, $160 million. That is the base value of the deal at its like max, $164 million. He gets $126 million guaranteed. So regardless of what happens, Dak is clearly going to get paid $66 million and a signing bonus, $75 million in year one. I mean, this is really for the Cowboys and for Dak Prescott. This is what they've been waiting for. And MJ, it's never been a question of, is Dak Prescott the franchise quarterback for the Dallas Cowboys? He is. That is something that they were certain about years ago. It was just a matter of settling on the number, and they didn't agree to a deal a couple years back. He ends up playing on the franchise tag. Of course, he gets injured, and the Cowboys have such confidence in how he's recovering. They give him this bag that we're talking about right here. But it's not just about money. It's also about Prescott controlling his future. So they are not allowed to franchise tag him anymore. He's got a no tag clause. He also has a no trade clause, putting his future firmly in his hands. It is the moment that Dallas Cowboys fans, as you mentioned, have been waiting for, and it is now here for Prescott. It's, it is now here for Prescott, and that uh, video courtesy of the NFL Network, Ian Rappaport there, talking about the new Dak Prescott deal. That's why that's why the greatest deal, the greatest transaction of John Robinson's career is the Ryan Tannehill extension. Derrick Henry deal was really, really masterfully done as well. Um, so much so that even I couldn't push back on it for as much as I didn't want to pay a running back. And I admit over and over and over again that I was wrong about Derrick Henry just being any other running back. He's, he's the only running back that I've ever covered. And so I largely took Derrick Henry's feats of greatness for granted because he's really the only one that I've ever seen. Uh, but with Ryan Tannehill, you saw four years, $160 million for Dak Prescott. You're getting a superior quarterback, I would say, and it's not just because he plays for the team that I cover, but a superior statistically quarterback in an offense and on a friend, on, on a team that wins more with him at him at him at the helm. Ryan Tannehill for four years, $118 million versus Dak Prescott for four years, 160. The numbers for quarterbacks are always going to be insane, but this was a great deal made my job made by John Robinson only a year ago before the numbers got crazy with Patrick Mahomes, with Deshaun Watson, and with now Dak Prescott. The numbers will only continue to go up, such as life for the NFL quarterback, despite the COVID cap being what we think 
um, lesson to to a degree. Again, we'll, we are still awaiting official numbers on what the salary cap for 2021 will be. What I will tell you, though, is that John Robinson's best deal, his best transaction as Tennessee Titans executive, 40 total touchdowns for under uh, for under $35 million per year. He's getting $29.5 million per year over the life of the deal. That is really, really good value, even though people freaked out largely at the $90 million guarantee that the Titans gave Ryan Tannehill. I think it's paid off in spades, even if it's just the last season and a half that you've seen from Tannehill, because the production, there's nothing to indicate. Maybe wide receiver gets changed up a little bit this year, maybe tight end as well with Jonu Smith and Corey Davis being unrestricted free agents. But at this point, the uh, Ryan Tannehill as Tennessee Titans quarterback has been spectacular, and that is very much due to John Robinson getting the best deal done for his team. Best Titans transaction of his career thus far in heading into year six. Uh, this this Isaiah Wilson deal is pretty good, um, despite you know being a failure on largely every other level uh, by by throughout the course of this process. And so I I can't say that it's a good deal given that you're trading away a first round pick for you know, parts, having to trade another pick with the player and taking a cap hit just to get a seventh round pick this year. Um, but it had to be done. And at this point, uh, John Robinson, it's not his, it's not his greatest feat. It's a difficult thing, uh, difficult thing to, uh, to pull off. But at this point, John Robinson has done very well in securing the long-term future of the Tennessee Titans with Ryan Tannehill at quarterback. And, uh, and we will continue to discuss this at length. The primetime show is over, but the 615 Sessions podcast will take place tomorrow. My friend Cameron Wolf of ESPN, he will give us the talk. What, what the hell the Dolphins are thinking with, with this? That will be on tomorrow's 615 Sessions podcast. That should drop just in time, right before the 1045 The Zone radio show begins from 10 to 1. So we will have Cam Wolf on the podcast. That'll be in your feeds. Then you can listen to us discuss this at length. Ramon Foster who has been very close to the Isaiah Wilson situation, along with myself. He will join me in the first hour. We will spend a lot of time talking contract implications. We will spend a lot of time talking about the deal in perspective and what it means for the Titans moving forward. All that will be covered on articles that I'm going to write for AZSportsNashville.com, on podcasts that I'm going to be cranking out, on a radio show that I'm going to do every day this week. A little shorter on Fridays because of the SEC tournament, but that's okay. And we are going to do it with great effort, with great energy, because we are not tired yet. You guys have been fantastic. Thank you, as always, for your participation. We will see you tomorrow night again at 8 p.m. Central Time, and we will run this whole damn thing back. We'll talk a lot about franchise tags, perhaps, because remember the deadline, as it sits right now, is still at 3 p.m. Central Time. We will see whether the salary cap is decided, whether the franchise tag deadline stays where it is, or if these things are having to be shuffled. How how much that has to do with the uh, with the NFL contract deals that are still waiting in the wings? The off season, there is no off season, and the people who talk about football, I'm telling you, we never sleep. But we will be back tomorrow. We will enjoy it with you. Austin and Zach will take over in the morning at 8 a.m. on these very same streaming platforms. Until then, fam, peace and love. I'm gonna enjoy the rest of my evening because I got a lot of work to do yet. But you know, damn sure that I'm not tired yet. No!